We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Jalen, that looked like a prize fight. How did that feel? That was fun. That was... That was fun. The night started with you being named to your first All-Star game. Just talk about the journey you've been on and how it has reached this point now where you're on the garden floor hearing MVP chance and you're going to the All-Star game. I mean... I got nothing to say. I got nothing to say. All right, then talk about your teammates, because I know you will. You guys are shorthanded playing this game. This is a tough game. This is a big Eastern Conference game. What did you see out of this group, where mainly seven guys played, but yet fought back from down 15 to win? We kept fighting, man. I mean, no matter what, we're going to keep fighting. That's what we do. Don't keep fighting every single night. That's what we do. Especially here, man. This place is unbelievable. Especially here. Congratulations, Jalen. Thank you so much. Fight Mike is the apropos word tonight. Busy. I'm hearing from all my faves tonight. This team is fucking special. Hashtag the Nova effect. A lot of, lot of talk about just like, hey, maybe maybe the secret to a great culture is just like get a bunch of college roommates together and be like, you want to play basketball together? Uh, or, you know, they weren't all roommates, but like you get the drift. Um, trust. Right? Trust. It's key to good, any good relationship. Anyone who's married knows that. Um, anyone who's ever, ever I mean, really worked at a, a job where you have to work with other people. Uh, trust is the most important thing you could have. And when you get a group of players that have that bring with them built in trust that you like, you, like you obviously you can't fake that. Um, I think that says a lot about why they're being successful, why they're so successful right now. Thank you, busy. Hannibal Miles, we are the New York Knicks, baby. You're damn right we are. Oh, man, this feels good. This feels so freaking good. I don't know how I'm going to go sleep tonight. 
Thank you, Hannibal. Michael Aaron, what's going on, Michael? I lack the composure to convey my emotions right now. I think I said deja vu. The fact that the Knicks did this while missing four of nine regular rotation players is bonkers. And it, even that, though, I think I don't even think that that does it enough justice because I, and it's, again, this is an insane thing that, to say that I'm about to say, but even though they have gone whatever the hell they've gone since the trade. They've lost two games. We have still felt at times, me, I'll speak for me. I have felt at times that this team is missing a piece, right? They have not quite replaced the the bench initiator role that IQ brought. So OG being out and knowing that they they dealt two initiators for OG to me, OG being like missing. It's almost like they, they're missing two players. And then like you factor in how important Randall is to them. You know, it's that's why like, I, I, I'm going on and on because I, I don't feel like saying that they mi- are missing four of nine rotation, regular rotation players. I don't even feel like that does it justice. They were playing with like, like less than half a team, which that statement doesn't, give obviously proper credit to all the people who showed up and played you today because these guys are good. Whoever they throw out there is good and contributing. I, I'm going to repeat myself again. Testament to the culture and testament to Leon Rose. And I'll give a little love to I'll give a little love to the Eastern Conference coach of the month. How you doing? Tom Thibodeau to, to coach again. You, you up roster upheaval in the middle of the damn year. And to, like they just don't lose. That says something. So yeah, Leon credit, Tibbs credit, Brunson for setting the tone credit. All these guys get credit. Sam Garcia's dad. What's up, Ray? Tonight did it. I'm jumping out that damn window. We're all there. Why not? Why not? Why? 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 Why do? Why? Why can't this team beat anybody? I don't know. Robert W. Cross uh, just wrote nine. I think he wrote nine W's in a row. Yeah, it's nine. I counted. Hashtag 53 wins. I think Robert's back in. I think Robert was like, he, he, he needed a minute. He needed a minute. He's back in, which we needed him. So that was that's good. It's important. Thank you, Robert. Real quick, Robert. I'm not sure if this like is difficult to do in Google, but you should change your name to Robert nine W's cross. <laughs> just saying. He's, Sean's he's been a, changing his name to Ro- Sean with nine W's. So yeah, but Ro- Robert's an elderly gentleman. So um, you know, I mean, it's it's a good thing he could even see the keyboard to know. You know, it, it, he typed the right letter. That's a good thing. You empathize, right? I I do. I'm I'm big on empathy. You <laughs> big empathy guy here. Next super chat. <laughs> uh, uh, Andrew P. Bunch of warriors, precious. You are Nick. He's 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 been a Nick now for a little bit. It like this has been want to talk about trial by fire. Um I wanna I wanna pull up his um stats real quick because again he he deserves he deserves the praise um that he's he's gonna get. So like and this is a guy that 
uh, I think one of the knocks on him, excuse me, is that maybe he wasn't like the best rebounder in the world. Like he has a 5.3 rebounds per game average for his career, but like that's not in a lot of minutes. His here are his last bunch of games. Um, this is now one, two, three, four, seven. So 11 rebounds, nine rebounds, 10, 10, five, five. And then tonight, uh, what did I say he had tonight? Um, he had a bunch, uh, 16. So doing some quick math, that's nine, that's over nine rebounds a game now for seven games in a row. Um, that's pretty good. And he's doing it a lot from the power forward position, too. So it's not even like he's the center, like Hardenstein gets the gobble up rebounds. That's pretty good. Thanks, Andrew. And shout out to everybody watching, by the way. This is this is really fun. This is why I do this. Um, a lot, a lot of guys doing big time things here for this team. And uh, I really don't want it to end. Jessica, what's going on, Jess? So Jessica put a a, vid, a YouTube video in here that I, I unfortunately can't see right now. Um, and then number nine, number nine, number nine, number nine, a bunch of times. And then Tibbs culture, babe. Let's freaking go Knicks. Yes. Uh, I know. I love the number nine. I like it more after tonight than I've ever liked it before. Um, yes. And yes to Tibbs culture. Busy with another one. Precious throws a bad pass in the final minute. I know exactly where you're going with this. I know exactly where you're going with this. Uh, Precious throws a bad pass in the final minute. Brunson turns to him and says, my fault, even though it wasn't. The leadership is as great as his game on the court. That moment, saw that. I want to go back and rewatch the play because I noticed that in the moment too. And like, not every every star is going to do that in that moment. Would you like to watch it now? I would love to watch it now. So let's see. Could. Is it choppy? Is it choppy? I don't see anything moving right now. So that's then that's uh, so that yes. might be it. That might be it. Okay. So the other element of this, if I can get this to work, is that um, like Tibbs loses his mind on this bad pass, right? And Jalen Brunson turns to Tibbs, calms him down, and is like, "Hey, like we got it, we got it," and then goes over to. Um, goes over to Precious and is like, hey, that's my bad. That's my bad pass that happened. So that speaks, like you said, to the leadership of it all. I mean, it, like, there's different kinds of leaders. Like, again, this is not the night to praise uh, to praise the opposition, but like, Halliburton is a leader in his own way because he's the type of guy that guys are going to love to play with because they know they're going to get good shots and he's kind of a fun guy. Like, there's there's that sort of leadership. There's a sort of leadership where I think, you know, like LeBron, it's like, you know, you're in awe of a living legend, right? You know, from, from the freaking first time that dude stepped foot on the court. Um, but LeBron also comes with some baggage, right? I I don't know how many leaders there are in the NBA right now that are better than Jalen Brunson. Um, I, don't, I don't have anything else to add. Just full full stop, you know? Never complains. Just never complain. Like, think of think about how many stars in the league have agitated. Like, are, how many stars in the league haven't agitated? 
for some reason or another over the course of their careers. Literally, literally go through go through every star in basketball right now. And like off the top of my head, Jokic, okay. He hasn't. Steph, he hasn't. Um, SGA, as far as we could tell, hasn't either. It's a it's a very short list. And I'm not talking about it on their current teams. I'm talking about it at some point in time over the course of their careers. Like all he cares about is getting the ship pointed in the right direction. You know, it's incredible stuff. DJ2K, why not us? That's that's the question, isn't it? That's the question. It's not. I mean, the, the, the only answer left, the only answer left is, well, will there be a matchup where the talent discrepancy is so is so vast, right? Because it's not about fit. This roster fits together beautifully. It's not about culture or depth. They have all that. Um, I don't. I I will respectfully say I don't think it's a coaching. Um, a reasonable minds may differ, but I don't. I don't think you're. They're going to get out coached. You know, all due respect to Spo. Maybe he's the one guy, but Miami's having their own issues down there. Um, is there a matchup out there where the talent is just and like, and you go up and down the roster, and that's that's where Julius comes into play, right? That's where Julius comes into play, and that's why I said the day he got injured or that night, like they they need him, they need him. Um, but that's the only answer left, and and. But it, man, the fact that we're sitting here and I could—I—I I, I think you guys know I, I'm—I t- tend to be pretty even keeled. I try not to get lost in the moment. The fact that I could be—I could sit here and actually like ask myself, like, is there a real—is there like a big enough talent discrepancy between the Knicks and whoever they're playing where they can't overcome that? Like the fact that we're asking that question speaks, I speaks volumes. Thanks, TJ2K. Uh, Varun, what's going on, Varun? How you doing, man? Grittiest win of the year? I think so. Yeah, I think so. I mean, uh, trying to think. That first Miami victory was was gritty in a different sort of way. That was just like they they just caught fire, and Miami had had nothing to counter it. Um, but in terms of gritty, yeah, this was gritty because again, like Andrew said, they were playing eight on five. Uh, super proud of this team. F the Pacers and F punk S Halliburton. Yes. Fuck the Pacers. Absolutely. I hate that fucking team. I've always hated that team. I've said it before. I'll say it again. For me, in terms of genuine, like, hatred, hatred, I do not want to lose to those fucking guys. It's always been Pacers one. Pacers number one, um, and then Heat, Heat two, just behind. But I mean, those are the top two forever. DJ Davis, this team is freaking amazing. Brunson is the heart of the team. Deuce was special tonight. Hardenstein was a beast on the boards. This was a team win. It was a team win 
because again, Brunson could not do this alone tonight. Um, it's uh, it's just great. It's just great. Yeah, no, it, and and he is, and I'm glad you said that though. Also, that he's the heart of the team because a lot of guys who are the, and I don't want to like call anybody out, but like you know, again, look around the league. I think there are superstar players in the league that they you would not necessarily say that they are the heart of their team, and maybe that's why those teams don't win everything. You know, um, <clears throat> I think you could look at Steph, right? and say Steph's always been the heart of the Warriors in addition to being obviously the most talented player and, and one of the most talented players in, in the league. Um, you know, like KG is a great example. He was, he was the heart of the Boston Celtics in 2008. Like there's, uh, there's examples out there. A lot of times that's not the case where you have a superstar who's like, you know, you need someone else to be the, the guy um, in that sense. Brunson, he, he brings it all. Thanks, TJ. What's up, Knicks fans? Quick break to tell you about our new sponsor, Prize Picks. Not only are they the largest daily fantasy sports platform in North America, but they're also the easiest and most exciting way to play. Instead of battling thousands of other players, including pros and sharks, it's just you against the numbers, picking more than or less than on a two to six player stat projection. With the NBA season more than midway through and the NFL season with just three games left, now is as good a time as any to pick combo projections across sports from the Specials League. For example, on any given night, take Jalen Brunson over in points, Julius Randle over in rebounds, or OG Ananobi over in steals. Then combine it with two NFL props, like Patrick Mahomes over in passing yards, or Christian McCaffrey over in touchdowns. Prize Picks is a really simple way to play. Prize Picks offers weekly promotions that can lead to big payouts. Like on Taco Tuesday each Tuesday, Prize Picks discounts select player projections up to 25% to provide even more value. Prize Picks now offers Apple Pay for quick and easy deposits into your account all basketball season. You know what to do. Go to prizepicks.com slash KFS and use code KFS for a first deposit match up to $100. Again, that's prizepicks.com slash KFS and use code KFS for a first deposit match up to $100. Prize Picks, it's daily fantasy sports made easy. Mythic Monty. Nobody wins in the mud like Tibbs Knicks. That's where Tibbs wants to be. He wants to be in the mud. It's where he's comfortable. You know, I, I guarantee you, I don't think that there's a win this season that he's been prouder of. Down the guys that they're down. Uh, it's, I think he likes his team a lot. I have to think he likes his team. And, and my God, where we are all sitting here and being like, I guess we're jumping out the window. I would wager a not insignificant sum of money that Tibbs is banging down Leon Rose's freaking door saying like, man, if you could just get me. And again, we, they may not. I know tonight, we don't want to talk trades. We don't want to talk like, oh, they need this. They need that. But if Tibbs is saying, just get me, uh, if you could get me just one something else, uh, just a little, because you know who believes that Jalen Brunson is good enough to lead this team through a championship? Tom Thibodeau. I guarantee fucking T you believes he believes that in his, his core. He believes that. I know he believes that. 
So I'm not saying he's batting down their doors saying you got to get me a better play than Jalen Brunson. I, I, but I think I bet you he believes this team can do something special. I think this is the team he's been waiting his whole life to coach. And and not not to say he hasn't had great teams. He has the early Chicago teams, obviously. But like that first year, they weren't ready yet. They weren't quite there. And then the second year, obviously, we know what happened in the playoffs. Um, so I think this is I think he looks at this as like, this is it. This is it. Colin Reardon, give everybody a damn star. Break the effing rules, John. Now the rules are there for a reason. Um, there's been some tough decisions recently. Tonight, how I decide between Achua Hartenstein and McBride. Is this the toughest decision of the year? I think so. I, I think so. Because the, like just going through the thought process, like bro, Brunson's an automatic. Um, Precious has to. I think Precious is an automatic, so that means so means Deuce or Hardstein's not getting a star. I don't know, man. I don't know how I'm going to do that. I'm going to. I need to pour myself another another beverage and and think. So it's two two spots for three players, right? Yeah. So why not each of them get one star? Because that's. I used to do stuff like that, and I feel like that violates the integrity of the process. But if they're worthy, and then it also they're differentiates Jalen Brunson, right? Jalen Brunson but, with three stars. But it's like that's like, uh, you know what? Dar- Darren Fox is having an incredible season this year. Mm-hmm. Let's make a thirteenth All Star spot for him because he's having such an incredible year. That you don't do that. It sucks. It sucks, but. I haven't done it this year. You saying tonight is the night to break the rule? I'm just curious if I, I offered you a way to break the rule or to I bend the rule because you're still only giving out six stars. I understand that. This I, would be I, like I, if you gave up like De'Aaron Fox and Cat had half an all-star appearance. At the end of their careers, they made two and a half all-star games. It's because we broke that last spot into two. Like That's what I'm suggesting. Um, Not crazy. Just a suggestion. That's all. By the way, Hallie stinks. Continue. You're really not getting off that. Christopher Halecki. What's going on, Chris? There are no words. JB is by far the best Knicks point guard I have seen. Uh, it's, I mean, that's, that conversation's over. It's his best best Knicks point guard since uh, that guy right over. Where is he? Right over my shoulder. Clyde Frazier. Little fit, my, my, favorite, my little figurine and my signed basketball. Very few pieces of memorabilia matter to me, but this that one does. That's that's Clyde. Um, you know, Clyde's a Clyde's a top fifty player of all time. Um, so, but after him, yeah, it's that, that that conversation's over. Um, the and again, it's a silly conversation to have right now because the guy hasn't even been here for a year, and he's, he hasn't been here for two years yet, two seasons. Like, but where do, where does Jalen Brunson rank on the list of all time Knicks? Like after the season, I guess that. Kind of depends on how far they get in the playoffs, probably. But like, you know, my buddy, my buddy Bernard texted me before, like, are are both Brunson and Julius like top ten all time Knicks? Like that's that's a bit of a stretch. 
but man, what Brunson's doing, I've, I've never experienced this. I've never experienced, I, I, I don't want to get into a mellow thing. Mellow was awesome. Mellow is a top five, Nick. So that's neither here nor there, but this feels it's, it's to me, it's very definitive. What I'm experiencing right now and what we are experiencing right now with this player and what he is doing it is him. It is mellow. It is Ewing. That's my lifetime. I, sh- I shouldn't say that's my lifetime because I was alive for Bernard King, but I wasn't. I, I was like two years old. So. Thanks, Chris. Kevin Danishevsky. What's going on, my man? I was so sure we were going to lose this game. I, I had bad feeling right up through sometime. Shit. I mean, you know what, though? I had hope. At the half, when they closed the half strong, I was like, okay, that was important. That was big. I thought the way they closed the half was big. And then there were some moments in the third where I was like, they're not winning this game. Um, you know, did Halliburton not play in the fourth quarter or, you know, that, yeah, that helped. That helped, but <clears throat> they're gritty. Um, I don't have any superlatives left to invoke the Bible. Maybe 20 years in the wilderness was the price for Jalen Brunson. Man, a lot of suffering. If you cared about this team, that was those were not fun times. They were not fun times, and uh, they were. It was not. <laughs> you know, it's, man. Well, I, I again, I've been saying this a lot. I've, I've taken to watching the Pistons for reasons that are just beyond comprehension. They were a very bad basketball team. Very bad. They don't like I I imagine being a Pistons fan watching it and like, yeah, it must suck. I'm sure it sucks a lot. I'm not going to I'm not going to, you know, minimize the I don't know, aggravation, anguish that Pistons fans are going through right now. And you could say this about any number of teams in any number of seasons, but there was something about how it went down for so many of those 20 years that made you be like, why, why was I cursed with this fucking illness to be a fan of this team where they just made you be like, like, what are we doing here? And whether it was the decision-making from the front office or the effort of the players and the collection of players that they had assembled or like some of the off court stuff, it just, it really just made you, cause you knew in your core that you could, you can't quit it. You can't just say like, hey, I'm done. Not if you're a real fan. And I know people like quit over the years. Those fuck those people. You couldn't quit. You just couldn't quit. You were in. And as bad as it was and as painful as it was, and as much as it made you hate yourself for continuing to give over your, like your emotional well being this dumpster fire you kept in it and yeah it was really freaking tough uh so yes do we deserve Jalen Brunson you're goddamn right we do you know all do all all due respect to Dallas and their fans that now have to live with the fact that this guy's what he is here uh y'all got a championship y'all y'all had Dirk and now you have Luca so you could go take a walk Thanks, Kevin. 
Mark R. What's going on, Mark? Say it loud. Jalen Brunson, born to play basketball. I really do want to get that tattoo. Best win. I, I have to get it like framed or something. That quote. Uh, best win of the year so far. Hashtag all star. Yeah. Um, best win of the year. It might be. Very unique win. Very unique win. Um, here's the thing, though, right? We're starting to start to rack up some best wins of the year. You know, um, Philly. I think Philly has to be has to be pretty pretty prominent somewhere there. Thirty six point win in Philly. That was, I mean, that was really special. Um, it'll get forgotten about. I guarantee you it'll get forgotten about and, and lost the deeper we go. The Minnesota win, because again, they had lost five of six games going into Minnesota. And well, you could look at that and be like, it's their first game with OJ and Obi. Like they haven't played together. The Wolves are the number one team in the West. Like they're allowed to lose this game. That was a big win for momentum. Uh, so that's up there for sure. Um, my God, the Phoenix win seems like a million years ago now. But again, you look back at the Phoenix win and uh, that that was that that was that was that was big as well. So, yeah, I, I don't I don't know. Uh, there's 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 definitely a lot of candidates here, uh, but this was right up there with any of them for sure. Jeremy Chase, what's going on, Jeremy? Uh Take my money. I love this team. JB is the most relentless motherfucker. MVP candidate. I heart and precious are dogs. Shout to Julius on another all-star appearance. I, I'm loving the Julius love tonight. I appreciate everybody who's making a point to do that tonight. It is important. Um, I think the Jalen Brunson MVP campaign started starts in earnest tonight and like again there there are levels to this there are can win there are this guy's running he's running for it right he's running he's in the running and then there are fighting to end up on the ballot and then one level down from that is like, we should be talking about this guy in the MVP conversation. So there's four levels. We should be talking about this guy in the MVP conversation, fighting for a spot on the ballot. He's running for it and like can actually win. Um, and like it, I don't want to take anybody to take like, I don't have Brunson in category one as can actually win because as far as I'm concer concerned right now, I think there's one guy that could actually win and is, is he's, he's one uh, two of the last three awards. It's Nikola Jokic. I don't. I don't know that there's another player that can actually win this thing, barring injury. Now with the Embiid news today, but like, I think Brunson's in the next group with SGA, Giannis. I, I, I I'll. I'm, look, I'm biased. I'll put him over Luca. You know, Luca's amazing. Luke is incredible. There's not anybody on the planet that could do what Luca does offensively. Where has Jalen Brunson gotten his team versus where Luca has gotten his team? You know, and like they both have superstar or not, they both have star teammates. You know, he has Kyrie. We, you know, Jalen has has J Julius. Um, you want to talk about Tatum? 
All right, I, I'll put I'll put Brunson against Tatum. I think those guys. That's a real conversation. Uh, Brunson versus Mitchell. That's a real conversation. Um, and then you know we'll see where what Embiid where the but even again if Embiid misses time, like even if he like let's say he plays sixty five games, that's a lot of missed games. So he's right there. He's right there for me at least. This is uh, thanks to SNY uh, underscore Knicks. Somebody asked Jalen Brunson how he's feeling. <laughs> Says he feels fantastic after getting hit in the eye. I'm sure he does. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Ryan Menzies. What's going on, uh, Ryan? I take away the thing I take away from these crazy short, shorthanded wins is that this entire team has bought in one through 15. Jalen Brunson, born to play basketball. Everybody has to say it. Um, everybody has to say it. Yeah, it's 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 a big 15. It's it's the reincarnation of the big 15. Um culture, coaching, buy-in, all the things. All the things, and you don't, you don't get that without leadership at the top. And when I say at the top, that's through the organization, but that comes from Brunson. That's why tonight, I, I really believe this. Tonight's tonight being about Jalen Brunson. It's not just because he put up forty. We're like glossing over the fact that he put up forty, put up forty, including the last several with one eye. It's inspiring that level of leadership in your teammates so that they could do what it took to get the win. Incredible stuff. Frank sound. What's going on, Frank? Love this fucking team. What a, what a fight. Let's go next. Yes. Amen to that. Uh, I was just looking at a quote from Jalen, another quote from Jalen after the game. It was a great win. You've got to give it to that team over there. They play fast. They play hard. They play physical coach. Carlisle, is going to have those guys ready. Of course, Jalen Brunson was coached by Rick Carlisle for the first several years of his career. I'm sure, he has a lot of respect for Coach, Coach Carlisle. Coach Carlisle had some absolutely praiseworthy things to say about Jalen Brunson before this game. I'm sure he had some very nice things to say about Jalen Brunson after this game. Um, so those guys have a lot of respect for each other. Rick Carlisle, coaching this league a lot at long time. Knows what he's talking about. And by the way, interesting connection. Rick Carlisle coached the Pistons before Larry Brown took over the Pistons, the Pistons team that a lot of people want to compare this Nick team to. Um, 
So he was there before they became their final version of themselves. Uh, but he kind of saw that in the in the making. And uh, I wonder what he thinks. I wonder what he thinks about whether this team could do what that team did. Kevin Wilson. What's going on, Kevin? Seeing Brunson get emotional during the post-game interview got me emotional. I love that man, and I love this team. It's okay. For, doesn't matter what your, your your personal preferences are. It's okay. It's always okay for a man to love another man in that in this situation. It's funny you say that because again, shout out to SNY Knicks. Uh, just uh, I'll retweet it right now. Um, Brunson talking about that emotional moment after the game said, "You can you can says you always work for certain moments." but you never know how to react once it happens. It was special. So he admitted to it. He, I, he, like, I think he has the ability to be cognizant of what is happening while also being focused on the, on the prize and not like are any of us sitting here and getting worried about the fact that this is like going to go to Jalen Brunson's head or he's going to start being lazy or he's not going to give it his all or he's going to like, no, no, none of us are worried about that. Not a single Nick fan alive that's worried that what we're seeing from Jalen. Brunson. yeah, he may have up and downs. He may have tough games as he gets older. It may become a little bit tougher for him if, you know, if his body starts to break down. But as far as the the intensity and, and caring about the right, the quote unquote, the right things. There's no question about that. Jessica with another one trade for a superstar. You say, I love the, I, I, I read that like Yoda. Um, we already got two of them. This fucking team. Let's go. Knicks. hashtag tips, culture, hashtag number nine, hashtag special team. Um, I see to me, I, and, and, Jessica, I love that I love that you shouted out Julius there. And I love all of the shout outs to Julius tonight. She's not but, shouting out Julius as the second superstar. She means Precious Achua. Just wanted to clarify. Thank you, Andrew. I'm gonna I'm gonna push back in the, but it's I'm gonna spin it forward. I'm gonna try to spin this forward. Julius Randle is a star in this league an unquestioned star. And there has been a lot of questions about whether he's a star. He doesn't get considered a star by a lot of people who are in the national media. He doesn't get considered a star by a lot of Knicks fans. So I love that you're calling, I love that you're praising him here, but I think for the, for, for the reasons that a lot of Knicks fans in particular don't maybe consider Julius a star. I think you, you see that's the unquantifiable part. That's the part that you can't put into words. Like, why is one guy a star and one guy is like a superstar? It doesn't like I th- we always make it out like it has to be about talent, right? It has to be about points per game or it has to be about size or whatever the case may be. Um, you know it when you see it. And Jalen Brunson's a superstar. You know, and 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 I think I think Julius Randle's a star. But I, I like I've gone. I've spent so much time thinking about what makes a superstar. I don't. I've said some silly things about it in the past that I, I wish I could take back. To be honest with you, I do think you know it when you see it. 
And this guy hit me. There's no questions. I, if if you if anybody out there doubts that Jalen Brunson's a superstar, what the fuck are you watching? What are you watching? Not Frank Williams. Uh, what's going on? Not Frank Williams. We've come a long way since my days. I mean, Frank Williams days. Let's go Knicks. Uh, man. Um, man, I'm going to do something real quick. Andrew, come up here. What's up? How are you? Good. I got trivia for you when you have a second. Um, what what what's the question? What do you need? I, this is really embarrassing. Uh oh, what happened? I have a signed hat that my mom got me from a, a like a, a Nick role player from like a long time ago. Okay, and I thought it was Frank Williams. It's like one. It's a it's a name. Cause like she she got it from someone who got it from someone who got it from someone, and it was around that time. And I'm, I was I've I'm Can old. Find it? No, and I've since forgotten who it is. And I, I when he brought up Frank Williams, because I just brought up his stats. He, he's a Nick from the two thousand two three and three four season, and I'm lo- looking at it right now, but it doesn't. I don't think it's Frank Williams. It doesn't okay. look like Frank Williams signature. I'm I'm sorry. That is it. Ray Williams. No, it's definitely not Ray Williams. Okay. Ray people Williams is old, old player. People in chat are suggesting it. That's all. No, it's not Ray Williams. Ray Williams, by the way, I looked him up the other day because I was doing a search for Brunson um, Knicks that had over the course of a, about a month long span. I put in the search for 14 games, uh, averaged over, I think I put in 27, 28 points and seven assists. Ray Williams uh, did it. Uh, he's a, he's a forgotten about Nick because he played during that kind of weird in between time that the the franchise was good. they were okay they had some good years but like it was it was a weird in between time between the championship years and the Ewing years Ray Williams was a bad man he could he had a, a stretch here for the Knicks that was was very very good anyway that's all this I is why about. you're you were born to like Jalen Brunson was born to play basketball you were born to host the Knicks podcast this is this is up the same tree of you pulling out the. Kevin Knox is the hundredth oh. is one hundredth in games played in Knicks history randomly during an Ian Bagley pod. And then you're just like, yeah, everybody knows that, right? No. And I don't even I don't remember who signed this fucking hat. That's fine. No. I think you've you've earned your your street cred, sir. Your credentials are are very, very in front of all of us. By the way, would you like to know, Mr. Knicks Trivia, how many head coaches in Knicks history have three different nine game winning streaks on their resume? During their tenure, well, I just retweeted the New York basketball's uh, tweet about all the longest winning streaks. Um, by the way, hold on, real, just real quick. So this is this is their first nine game winning streak this year. They had the nine game winning streak last year, and then the Rose, the We Here team had a nine game winning streak. That was that towards the end of the year, right? That was nine. Yes. I always forget if that's eight or nine. No, that was, was nine. nine. Okay, uh, I'll say zero. So many coaches have three different nine-game winning streaks. Other than Tibbs, I'll say zero. Other than Tibbs, it's one other. It's Red Holtzman. It is red. Yeah. So red the 18- five. Five. Yes. So 1969-70 is the eighteen-game winning. Well, I know streak. the eighteen when they when okay. they started twenty something and won. That team was ridiculous. Seventy-two, seventy-three. They have an eleven-game winning streak. Okay. In sixty-eight, sixty-nine, they. Did ten and eleven that year. Well, that was after they got the pusher. And then sixty nine seventy, they have a nine game winning streak. 
So he's got five. Tibbs has three. Pat Riley has two. And then you want to guess at the other three coaches that have won? Um, UB Brown. UB Brown is incorrect. I don't know. Don what Clark. happened in the last 10, last 11 years? What happened during oh, the... Oh, Woody, Woody, Woody. Mike Woodson, yeah. that a 13 or 13 or 14 game winning streak. Uh, Stu Jackson had one Stu in Jackson. the 89 90 season. 90, yeah. Okay. Yep. And you, then you, you in you. the Knicks inaugural season from November 1946 <laughs> to December 1946, Neil Kohalan? Is that how am I pronouncing it correctly? Coughlin? I don't know. Kohalan? Regardless, in the Knicks' first ever season, they had a nine game winning streak. Um, so. 13 ever, and three of them by Coach Tom Thibodeau. It's pretty cool. Yes. It's a decent basketball coach. Not terrible. It's not, it's not bad. 